Hello, family. I hope you all are good. Uh, this is a beautiful time again for me to be at your face this very particular moment. I uh, trust you that you're all well and um, everything is going well with the family and also with the kids. Uh, um, I remember by the time we wanted to do this very particular broadcast uh, that you are currently listening or probably podcast. Um, it's been a bit of a challenging on my side in particular, especially when it gets to entering new space. And so in entering this very particular space, for me, um, a lot has been pondering in my spirit. And I must say, um, I think before I even begin to talk what I want to talk about um, in a few minutes from now, I must say a very big thank you to my beloved wife who helped me navigate in this very particular time. Um, I was at a particular space in my life where I've been there for quite some time. But for me to be able to shift into this very particular shift that you're currently listening to or probably this season of my life, um, she played a major role, and that's one of the things there where, um, as we begin to look into the talk for today, you must understand that for you to be able to pull some certain narratives, ability to change some certain discourse, especially when it has to do with getting to the new space, there must be people that hold you accountable, and most especially, people that will help you in terms of moving from one step to another. So my beautiful wife... I just want to say thank you if you're listening to this very particular podcast. Um, she, she played a major role. Today I want to look at a particular discuss, a thought that I want us to be able to think of as we are on our way to do our various businesses. It's what I've titled, Mind Shift That Creates Reality. Mind Shift That Creates Reality. I remember putting this very particular thought, a particular young man from all the way from Nigeria uh, reached out to me and he wanted us to do a particular podcast uh, that has to do with how did I manage to change from being a barrack boy to what I am today. Um, when I use the word barrack boy, um, for those of you who know me, I was born in the barrack. My, my dad is, a, is an ex-soldier now, and, um, but I grew up most of my life in the barrack. I had a certain mindset about barrack life. And one of the things that is very, very predominant with the barrack culture is the fact that the culture... For strange reason, there is a system that is in that very particular barrack that produces its kinds of people. So which means, for instance, um, because of the culture and how things have been phrased in that very particular barracks where I grew up, I think, to be precise, I was born in Kaduna Barrack. I grew up mostly in um, what's called Ibadan Barracks, and, um, which is called Odobo Barrack, for those of you who are familiar with that. And so based on that, it has a way of them producing after its kind. An average child who finished school um, or probably finished um, university, as even fast university, or probably finished their matric, like we call it in South Africa, or finished their waek, like we say it in Nigeria. The system just seems to have a way of taking people back into the barrack again. You will see this very particular young boy or young girl with the possibility of a great future ahead of them, but you will find them again still coming back into the barrack to either become a soldier or probably to now, for example, for the ladies, I see them that they now decide to marry a soldier, or probably you, you find them that, okay, they are doing stuff that is within the business circle to be like a farming or doing agricultural produce and all those things, but still in the barracks. And so based on that, I think this young man reached out and was saying that how did you manage to shift your mind for you to tell yourself that it is not possible for you to live the barrack life. And I also remember, I think, growing up, uh, my, 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 my parents, they played a major role also in terms of me not having to see things from the lenses of the barrack. They did the best of which they could do, but it was up to me also for me to look at some certain narratives that would really change that reality. And so based on that, uh, the, the barrack life seems to be able to produce more barrackies, if I have to say it like that, uh, uh, produce more barrackists that are very professional in coming back to the barracks. 
I've seen a couple of my friends who are who we all grew up in the barrack. They still have that barrack lifestyle. Many of them may not be in the barrack, but the barrack seems to have a way of calling them back into that military culture and not a military culture that produces something outside of the scope of barracks, because I want you to understand that. But it produces um, that kind of a barrack system that I wasn't willing to live with. When I finished my matric, I, I, I said to myself that just because my father is a soldier does not mean that I'm going to be a soldier. But hear me, that very particular thought pattern wasn't easy. It was a, it was a hard one for me to crack. It was a difficult one for me to go through, but it was just the fact that there's a picture that I have for myself that I really, really want to see the picture come to pass. And so based on that, I then forced myself into believing that I can be different. I can be different. And, and when this very particular podcast was being put together, it, it then began to make me understand that your mindset, or probably for you to be able to get into a certain realities of your life, you must have what I call the mind shift that will create a reality for you. That is an attribute, as an attitude of what the mind shift can do to create that reality for you. And so before, because of that, let's quickly look at, for those of you who know me, I like using the word acronyms. We're going to look at the acronyms of mind, what, what possibility does your mind carry? And also we're going to look at the acronyms of shift, then join the two together and then look at a particular point that can, that can help us for us to be able to create a reality. And so because of that, quickly, what is mind? For me, I call it the control system. I call it the operating system of your life. Your mind is literally the operating system of your life. Uh, and so based on that, if your mind is not right, everything will not be right. Your decision creates your destiny. Your ability to picture some certain reality will make you feature in those very particular realities. And all of that is literally from your mind. And so based on that, the MD of mind, it means that the MD means a master of thought and patterns. It's a master of thought and patterns. Your mind has the ability for it to master thought. Because just because you are throwing things into your mind does not mean that your mind is not mastering those reality. We've all heard a lot of people say that it takes 21 days to form a habit, which means as you keep throwing stuff into your mind, your minds are mastering those thoughts and also they are creating patterns for you. Because as much as your mind can master the thought, hear me, the pattern is already in view. So you might be thinking that why are things not changing and yet I'm doing different things. My question to you is, has your mind mastered those thoughts? Because if your mind can master those thoughts and you begin to, to download or drop some certain patterns into your mind, your mind begins to create the reality you want to see. So you must understand that your MDM means that the master of thought and pattern. The I also, what does the I make us to understand? That the mind is an instrument. You need to understand, it's an instrument. It's an instrument for indoctrination. It can indoctrinate you into some certain belief. It can form a certain culture, create a certain atmosphere for you. Uh, the mind has a way where it can begin to make you see less of yourself based on the fact that it's an instrument. It's like, for example, you want to clean a house. You need the hoover, the machine. And that very particular machine, um, when you use the machine, it was created to clean the house. And so it will clean the house. So the mind is like that machine is an instrument. How you use the instrument in your house determines the performance and what you get out of the instrument. And so the mind is an instrument of indoctrination. You will see that if nations want to conquer nations, they try to program the mind. That if we can get the programming of the mind of these people, for example, most of African countries, um, we were all colonized by the British or probably the Americans or depending on which country you're listening to this podcast from. But do you notice that for these guys to succeed, that is a way they use our mind as an instrument to fight our realities. 
they use our mind. Uh, for example, they came up with, with, with especially, I've forgotten the name of this man now, but he came up with a system that, let's, let's go there, influence that culture, bring some certain reality that makes them feel as if everything they can get must come from God alone and it has nothing to do with their own part. And so they use the Bible as an instrument, as a culture manipulative strategy to be able to hold us in our mind. For example, South Africa, where I am currently now, a lot of people, you hear people tell you point blank that um, we, we don't believe in Christianity because it was, an tool, it was a tool used by these guys. So it was, it's, it's a manipulative tool. But you need to understand that it was a tool that they have in their hand to frame the culture, to use it as an instrument to get to your mind. And so if you understand that the mind is an instrument, you'll be careful how you use that very particular tool to do whatever you want to do. Number three, what is again must you understand about your mind? Is the fact that the mind, it has no alliance to anything. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, that one for me, it's, it's quite interesting. The mind has no alliance to anything. It, it, it doesn't have that, okay, I'm a lie, I, I'm, I'm what's it called? My political party is X, Y, Z. I'm not A, B, C. The mind is open to everything and anything. So now you have to be the one to be able to force your mind for your mind to stay at a particular place. For instance, have you noticed that when you're trying to use your gadgets, especially these technologies that we have currently, the moment you're trying to do something, things keep popping out. People, I guess what, as much as those things keep popping out as a, as a notification, your mind also wants to capture what that thing is, and if, you, if that thing looks interesting, pop, it goes there. But yet, you are doing something serious. But you are the one who is going to tell your mind that because I know that you don't have no alliance or no allegiance to anybody, I would have to make sure that you are alleged, what's called, your ability for you to be loyal to me and to the place I'm going to, this is my responsibility. So your mind has no alliance. It has no allegiance to anybody. Just because it's your mind does not mean that it's even for you. <laughs> because it's your mind doesn't mean that it's for you. It will also do things that it wants to do by himself. And so you must be able to control your mind. And also what again is your mind? The D is the fact that that, that D there is a determining factor. Your mind it determines your reality. If your mind, if the decisions you keep putting in your mind will determine the kind of reality you will live. So you must understand that number one, your mind is the master of thought and pattern. Number two, the mind is an instrument for indoctrination. Number three, the mind has no alliance. I think I just feel like just saying something there on that part. No alliance. It is not going to be, just because it's your mind doesn't mean that it's going to be for you. No. You're, you can actually be living your life for somebody because why? Your mind is not, <laughs> just because it's your doesn't mean that it owes you anything. But you have to be the one to make your mind work for you. And also number four, your mind is a determinant. It's a determinant. It determines your reality. And so you have to understand that this reality of your mind, they shift you. They shift you. And so based on that, now let's look at the also what you call the shift part, the acronyms of the shift, and I'll join it in a few minutes and I'll be out of your face. The acronyms shift. The S there means if you really want to experience shift in your life, if you really want to experience shift in your life. And I'm saying this because at this moment doing this podcast, I'm at a particular space in my life now where it's not it's not comfortable space. It's not a space that um, many will agree with, but at this very particular level, I'm trying to be humble enough to say I don't care. Uh, it's not a space where uh, people people would talk, but it's okay. That's why they have mouth. And, you know, I like saying, I say just because people are talking doesn't mean that you have to listen to them. And for you to be able to master the act of keeping quiet, it shows that you are strong. It's not that you're weak. Your ability for you to keep quiet when people are talking, it shows strength. 
It's your strength. And so because of that, right, because of the shift that is happening in my space, I need to understand that number one, which is the S of the shift, it's going to cause separation. It must force you to separate. You will separate from the past into your future. You will separate from fear into faith. Separate from the place of I don't have enough to what I have is enough. Oh yes, you have to be able to understand that. That I don't have enough to what I have is enough. It must also be able to separate you from friends that are not needed for the shift that you are looking for. Many of us want to get to the place of our destiny with every bags and everything that we need. That's why, for example, I like the airport. I, I like the airport. I'm using this example of airport because it's quite interesting. I like the airport in this, in the sense that the airport will tell you that you only have 25 kg for you to carry. Now, because your bag, you decide to pack everything in your house and you get to the airport, um, yes, they may, you may pay more for the extra that you want to carry, but from the structure of what they've put, if you don't have the money for more, you have to force yourself to that 25 kg. There are many of us, we have to force ourselves to the limit of what that 25 kg can. And so because this is what happened, when you force yourself with the airport system I'm using now, when you force yourself to the 25 kg of the airport, this is what then happened. You put what is important. Literally, you put what is important. Many of us are not putting what is important in our bags. And so when we get to the destination, we then get too distracted. Because why? We pay for everything that is not needed to appear in our destiny. And this is the biggest problem many of us are facing. We've paid for stuff that are not needed in the destination that we are going to. Because the airport says 25 kg is free. You don't need to pay for it. But if you want to get to that destination, you want to carry all of this that is not needed, you're going to pay for it. The question I want to ask you, how many of you are currently paying for what you don't need where you are right now? You've paid for that luggage. Now you are sitting at the destination or you're on your pathway to the destination and you're feeling that all this baggage I'm carrying, is, it's slowing me down. I did not separate from the past and now it's now affecting my emotions. You must understand that the S there, it will cause a separation to happen. Then also when we talk, look at the H, what does the H also mean there? The H also means that you have to be honest with your reality. It's what I call the honest reality. It's a honest check. Where, am I, where I am currently, is it good enough? Do I like what, what I'm currently doing? The result and pulling, is it good for me? So if you want to shift, you must be able to do that honest reality. Check your reality. Um, look at the beginning and the end. Uh, the life I've lived for the past 36 years, is it the same thing that I'm currently living? The life I'm living for the past 40 years, for the past 65 years, um, the, the owner of KFC, I think he also understands that if I have to shift, I have to be real with myself that at 65 years, I can still create something better of my life. He has a honest reality. Many of us are lying to ourselves about the reality we're living in. We are really lying, telling ourselves that everything is good, but you know that it is not good. You know that you are struggling. You know that by the time the light is off, only you face the pain. Instagram has succeeded in helping us to filter, to add some colors that are not needed. But by the time we see you in the dark, we get shocked and wonder, are you the person that you post like that on social media? You need to be honest with your reality. Oh, yes, I, the, the shift that we are currently experiencing with my wife and I, most especially me on my own part, is the fact that I have to be honest. Um, I remember um, based on the fact that I, I run a religious organization, and so um, I have to be honest with some certain realities that are not producing results after meeting one of the mentors who was talking to me and my wife on a particular day. And we had to look at it and say, truly, this very particular thing is not producing results. It's a honest reality. If you have to shift, you must look at things honestly. And at that point, when you're looking at things honestly, your emotions is out of the way. You need to kick your emotions one side. Because your emotions is very loyal to you. 
is very loyal to you. Your mind is not loyal, but your emotions are loyal to you. Ah, they can keep you in one spot. So you have to have a honest reality. Then what is the idea? You need to do an introspection of your reality. You need to look deep down, okay? The future that I want to go into, because this very particular introspection of it is the fact that you are looking now at the future. It's like the good book says, um, um, which is called the Bible, the good book makes us to understand about a particular man called Abraham. Abraham had to shift from where he was to the place he needs to go. But there is something that God said to Abraham that was very interesting. He said to Abraham, look from where you are, not looking at where you are. So if you have to do a serious introspection of where you want to be, the reality you want to create, you must look from here. I remember this introspection. I remember a particular day, my wife and I were sitting down, we're talking, and um, we're on our way running fast down to 40. So <laughs> she said something that is very interesting. She said, I think she, I don't know if she, uh, what's it called, bombed that content in, in, on social media. And she said, this very particularly, she say, if you look at your 40, what do you want to see? Hmm? I think my wife was just saying that in the passing, and I looked at it, I said, oh, boy. <laughs> and that really began to give me a serious introspection. 40. Wow, what do I want to see? If I want to see X, Y, Z being at my 40th birthday, then which means I must be able to introspect properly for me to create that reality. And when she said that for me, I think I like saying it to her all the time, that this is the reason why I push or why I'm going to do what I want to do. Because by the time we get to our 40s, there's some certain people that I want to see and sitting by the table with me. Oh yes, I know it's my birthday, but there's certain people I want to see. And let me say this. Every motion and every movement you make in your life, if people are not dropping, then you are not making progress. Hear me? Every motion and every step or every progress you make in your life, if people are not dropping and others coming in, then you are not making progress. You are not making progress. It's a hard talk. I have to accept it myself. You are not making progress. People must drop. People must leave. People have destinations they are going. Just because your destination is for you to get to Cape Town does not mean that everybody is in Cape Town with you. No, you must understand that. And so based on that, you must introspect your reality, the reality of where you want to go to. You want to be a Fortune 500 company. And now currently now you are not, you've not even registered your company in any of the company registration um, that you know in your country. You must be able to look. My future is X, Y, Z. How do I get there? Then also, what is the F? Remember, we're looking at the acronyms of SHIFT. You must understand that you have the faith for possibility. FDM means faith. That the moment you are thinking of SHIFT, there is a faith attached to it. For me, I say faith. Faith is a connecting factor between where you are now to the place you want to get to. It's a connecting factor. And depending on how you walk your faith will determine the current that passed through you. You must walk your faith. It's your business for you to walk out your own faith. You must walk your faith. In South Africa, we have what we call ESCOM. ESCOM is the generating power authority of this very particular country. But do you notice that from when that very particular electricity is being generated at the country, we, I mean, at the dam or where by the station they are generating it, there are different wires that is connected to the source that gets down even to your house. The wire that is connected from the source is different from the one that charges your phone. So now, the wire, or probably that cable, is what we call faith. Now, dependent on the kind of electricity you want to pass through your life will determine the kind of wires you carry. So that's what your faith is. You must understand that if you want to create a shift, there is a faith for possibility. Then what is the TDM? The TDM means you have to trust your guts and make move. You have to trust your guts and make move. 
You have to trust your God and make moves. Because as much as you've gone through all the mind shift, and if you don't make any progress, if you don't take any action, you are just on a, for lack of a better word, on a rolling chair going nowhere. You are just enjoying that very particular swings and you are liking it. You have to make moves. I remember part of the making moves for the things that my wife and I would do. We have to be very honest. There are some certain lifestyle we may not leave anymore and because of the move. And we have to be deliberate in seeing that that thing that we want to see, we take actions about it and stop talking about it. The moment that very particular idea gets to you, it's possible for you to do it. And let me say this to help somebody on these very particular conversations that we're having. That if that thought can come to you, it's because that thought believed that you have the possibility to make it work. That's why that thought came, came to you. Because, see, this universe will not just allow things to just come to your way like that, no. There must be a certain program and a reality in your mind that guarantees that thought, or probably that enforces that thought to be part of you. If you can think that you can own a Fortune 500 company, in there, which means the reality is there. But now you now need to make the shift to create for that reality. And so for the shift to happen, your mind needs to align with the shift that you wanted. For the shift to happen, your mind needs to align. That's why it's called mind shift. Your mind must shift. The ability for you to know that your mind is a master control system. The ability for you to know that it's an instrument of indoctrination. The ability for you to know that it has no alliance to anything. Your ability for you to understand that it's also a determinant factor. And based on that, since you know that this is what your mind can tell, you must be able to say, okay, I'm going to separate. I'm also going to be honest with my reality. I'm going to make a serious introspection about everything and all things that matters to the, the future I want to see. And also the faith that guarantees the possibility. I must be able to work out those faith. And as if that is not enough, I must trust my God that I can be able to pull this off. With that being said, what understanding do you need to have quickly as I begin to bring my thought to a close? The understanding that you must have if you have to shift your mind. Number one, you must constantly evolve. Things are changing in a rapid way. Um, Ten years back before now, we have no knowledge of what Netflix is. 20 years back or 30 years back before now, we have no knowledge of what Facebook is. So things are changing. If you think that things are waiting for you, then my dear, <laughs> let me help you and let me shock you. I know that important. Things are changing fast. Every second, a new discovery has been made. My question is the fact that that discovery, is it part of you or you are still where you are? You must understand that things are evolving. Things are not the way you think. Number two, nobody will be there when change is occurring in your life. Nobody will be there. You have to be the one to force that change. Nobody will be there. People may not be there to see the change with you, but you have to be the one to force the change. You have to tell yourself that if this has to be done, then it is up to me. Number three, for you to be able to understand that your reality is possible, you must change your circle of influence if you want to see the shift. You must change your circle of influence if you want to see the shift. Who are the people that are influencing you? A popular saying that the five people that have your ears will shape your reality. There's a popular saying also that says your network determines your net what. So the people you hang around with determines where you are going. At a particular space in my life and my wife's life, there are some certain people we've already programmed and we're taking deliberate actions to hang around them. And already based on that very particular reality, it's beginning to shape how we see things. How we see things. Number four, you must expose yourself to system that insist on your change. Expose yourself to system that insist on your change. What are the system that insist that I must change? 
Some of the system, number one, for some of you may be ability for you to get a mentor. Somebody who can mentor you. Somebody who can coach you. Um, we know, we all know too well that every great athlete you see, there's a coach behind them. Get a mentor, get a coach. You may not be able to get a mentor or a coach now because you don't have the money to pay them, which is okay. But there are free materials that are available there, which is called ability for you to be readable. You must have a, a, a spirit to read, read. And I think one of the things I've also come to understand, not everybody has a grace to read, yeah. But there are a lot of people where they have a grace for them to watch content that are productive and content that builds them. And, and platforms like YouTube have created a lot of different kinds of content. Um, but, but nonetheless, there are good content that are in YouTube that you can then use as your own accountability structure to see that your life. So you must get a mentor and also be accountable to somebody that this is what I want to see. This is how I want to see it. For instance, with what I want to do, one person that is my strong accountability is my wife. And why? Because for me, there is a world that I want her to experience. And so based on that, if that time comes and the world has not been there and I'm not taking any sh um, actions about it, I don't want to fail her. And so because of that, I have to be honest with myself because every day I wake up, I see her. And so because of that, I tell myself, dude, you got to get a black ass up and get things going. So which means you must expose yourself to certain system that insist change in your life. And finally, the change that you want is possible and it is within your reach. If only you will put all that is needed, which means it's going to cost you sacrifice. The change that you want is possible. Hear me? It is possible. It is possible. I know this may sound as if it's a heavy talk on, on the first podcast on, on Talk Africa, but it's okay. It's one of those things that if I want to see the Africa that I want, I must be willing for me to put everything that is needed for me to see that very particular thing becoming a reality. I must be able to know that it will cost me the ability for me to, to, to find myself in a sleepless night. I think it was a popular saying that comes from um, Garrett, uh, Garrett Whitman. He says, uh, he says, sometimes you have to create what you want to be a part of. And in creating what you want to be a part of, your mind must shift. I don't know about you, but have you heard about this very particular platform that we're trying to create? It's currently now up and running. Its name is called Tark Africa. And so I want to encourage you, go follow us on Tark Africa, which is Tark Africa on Facebook, Tark Africa on Instagram, Tark Africa on um, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, it's going to be, I promise you, it's going to be a very phenomenal place that will be shaping culture from that very particular place. So I want to encourage you, please take out your time in your busy schedule, go there and just follow, just click the follow buttons on, on, on both Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also on LinkedIn. And um, also YouTube, yes, YouTube. Or you can go on YouTube and just tack, um, type Tack Africa, you'll find everything there. But I believe that this has been a blessing to you. It has been a blessing to me. I'm sharing my journey with you all this very particular season, but I know too well that at the end of it all, you will find that if the shift has to be possible or if the shift will be made, it is up to you having a mind shift mentality that creates your reality. All right, family, bye for now. And make sure that you go subscribe to all our platforms and also follow us on our website as talk.africa. Bye and God bless you.